This is ROH wrestler Adam Cole, and you are listening to the podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Bear. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 258 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. I believe we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Uh, just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, it's been so long. Yeah, well, uh, the podcast is on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Uh, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore Aber. There you go. So welcome to the show. Three-man show back at full power again. It feels so good. And, uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, Tyler, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Pretty good. Hanging in there? Yep. All right. Doug, how you doing? I'm all right, man. Welcome back. Yeah. I, know the, uh, I know the listeners out there certainly missed you. It's Return always. of the Mac. Return of the Mac once again. Return of the Mac. Oh my God! You knew that I'd be back. <laughs> oh, now I want to play that song. Well, you do that on your own time. Oh, let me play it right now. No, we've got a lot. Uh, that's stuck of in my head. To talk about this week. Uh, we've got your feedback and talk about raw. We've got some Q and A as outro. well. Don't so really good stuff. Um, but let's kick things off with an iTunes review that we received. This one's coming to us from Caleb Young, giving us five stars with the quote, best wrestling podcast of all time. Uh, also saying, hey guys, I wanted, I just wanted to stop by and say you guys are truly the best wrestling related podcast around. Keep up the great job, guys, like you always do. So, Hey man, thanks for having such low expectations. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I was going to say thank you for the kind words, but uh, yeah, all right. Well, we certainly do appreciate it. Uh, he does have a question, but we'll uh, we'll save that uh, for a little bit later on in the show. So, uh, sure. yeah. So, Doug, welcome back. Did you have a good New Year's? It was all right. Yeah, not too not too shabby. It's all right. All right. So, uh, all right is like the most like the best fit that I can think of. It was yeah. all right. Well, we're glad that you're back, and we hope to see you back consistently here for the future foreseeable future i should be good at least through february there are some things going down in february that may make things a little rocky but valentine's yeah well no no (laughs) no 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 no. (laughs) i'm in a work-related stuff Ah. i get rocky but uh other than that uh i should be okay for a little bit of All right. Well, good stuff. So, uh, so yeah. So, thanks, thanks again, Caleb, for the uh, for the iTunes review. We certainly do appreciate it. And for those of you who are listening on iTunes or Stitcher, uh, if you if you do see so fit to leave us a uh, a comment or a review, we would certainly appreciate it. And uh, feel free to give us a uh, a star rating, five preferably. But hey, you know, you do what you want. Only if you have as low of expectations as Caleb. <laughs> Whoa, you know. Tyler, are you reading questions ahead of time? Yeah, then that's exactly what you're doing. You're trying to prepare. Because I know, 
I know we ha- we do have a question from Thomas Drop It Low Son, and uh, he wanted me to prepare you guys, but I decided to spring it on you, and you're 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 jumping the gun. I was what just reading it. Don't worry about it. Let's go. Why are you doing that? Because I can. You're spoiling the fun. No, I don't know what it says. <laughs> we will find out. Uh, we'll find out a little bit later on the show. You're all all find out. Hopefully, it has nothing to do with me. Yeah, no, it does not. Uh, <laughs> but you, but you can probably weigh in. But it's mostly focused around Tyler. And Tyler, I swear to God, if I catch you reading this question, it's, you read it already. Yeah, or must. Uh, <sighs> Why? It I says psych at the end, so he doesn't fuck. Yeah, it does. It says like that. That was the trick question. So, uh, all right. Well, let's dive into feedback. First bit of feedback we have is from Eric saying, uh, in regards to what we discussed last week of who would we send down to NXT or who would you know in order to bring in who would we uh, send down to NXT? He said, coming in, I would bring in AJ Styles, Nakamura, Doc Gallows, and Carl Anderson. Sending back down to NXT would be the Ascension, Neville, Adam Rose, and Heath Slater. So interesting, uh, interesting mix. So, uh, Doug, any of those you'd like to to keep? Well, I don't think. Um, I feel like if we talk about this, we're just rehashing the radio show. But yeah, I mean, I don't think uh, Knox going to uh, NXT. I think he's going to be on the main roster debuting. So, and I think it's a good chance AJ might as well. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know that it's much of an exercise. But. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, thanks for the uh, thanks for the comment. Next uh, bit of feedback we have is from Wolvila, W O L V I L A X, Wolvilax. Say that again. Wolvilax. No, misspell it again. W O L V I L A X. I have no fucking idea. All right, so uh, but I'm just gonna call you the wolf. Um, Wolf says, uh, Kevin Dunn is the biggest cancer of WWE. Well, <laughs> he's like the biggest, he's like the 1B cancer of the WWE. You can't, you can't just, you can't just put it on Dunn. Like, it's gotta be like Vince is the 1A cancer of the WWE <laughs> and Kevin Dunn's like the 1B cancer of the WWE. Because if you get like straight down to it, like Kevin Dunn would can only be a cancer if Vince lets him be a cancer. Yeah, and uh, he he only has so much influence. He's only he's only a producer, man. I mean, so I mean he's a he's I mean look he's he's a cancer, but Vince is like I don't know if it's like correct to say he's the biggest cancer. He has to at at biggest he's the co biggest cancer. <laughs> co biggest. Yeah. All right. So that's um, not is that a thing. Can you be the co-biggest? We'll make it that way. Okay. Or would you say he's 49% to Vince's 51? I mean... Or is it more like a 60-40? They're both stuck in their ways that haven't changed in 20 years, and they're mm. both stuck in their ways that clearly are out of touch with what anyone else wants, and they're both stuck in their ways of... It's just stale and doesn't work anymore. Let's have like, a, you know how Raw and SmackDown have looked the same for like 20 years? It doesn't look any different. It's just yeah. looking at it feels stale. That's because of Kevin Dunn. And other th- uh, among other things, but you know, again, like co biggest. If that's a thing, we're making co biggest a thing. So <laughs> he's co biggest cancer. Yeah, wolf guy. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wolf. Wolf. Uh, did you happen to catch SmackDown? Show didn't. I caught like about twenty minutes of it. Just I like made it fit just because I wanted to hit Morrow a little bit. Yeah, that's but, that's uh, what I was alluding to. I felt felt like um. 
King and Saxton were like, we have to do some work. It felt like they were thrown off by like his his knowledge. Not just not like the way he just fucking like did work on like I guess calling it more traditionally. Yeah. And, like they were sort of like, oh, this guy is not dicking around or whatever. <laughs> he came in with, with actual, you know, facts of the holes and moves and like, oh, we gotta step our game up, huh? Yes. Yeah. So like he you could tell there were a couple of things that he got wrong here and there, which is, you know, totally understandable. First day on the job. First day on the job, you know, it's your first first go at it. But I mean, he's shown the world that he, you know, Michael Cole is going to have to step his game up. JBL is going to have to step his game up, and you know, they're they're if they keep him on, then you know, I'm going to be watching uh, SmackDown more often because the energy that he brought to the to the show. He's a fan. Yeah, you know, just calling the holds, calling the action, and and you know, making everything feel important. That's going to draw a lot of people to watch. And then you go over to Raw and SmackDown where you get the same cookie cutter stuff from JBL. Oh, he's Mexico's greatest export. Oh, flying everything. And oh, look at this. And, you know, Michael Cole. Oh, this could be it. Paint by numbers. Yeah. Commentary. Yes. See, the the sad thing about Morrow is he's clearly a successor and he's not going to be the man until Mm -hmm. they let... Cole go. He's probably. I mean, or if Cole decides to go backstage, and he's clearly the successor. He like he's not going to replace Cole or or JBL unless they want, unless they like let it happen. You know, mm-hmm. he's clearly. See, this goes back to what uh, Wolf guy was talking about with like Kev, Kevin Dunn's the old guard. Kevin Dunn is in Vince's circle, but it's well known that Kevin Dunn does not get along with Stephanie in her circle. So when Vince is out, Kevin Dunn's fucking done. Done. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> when Ke- when Vince is out, Dunn is finished. He's not going to be part of the uh, Stephanie Triple H regime at all. Mm. They've got their own people, and v- Dunn is a Vince guy. That's why he's done. 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 Dun. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, just speaking of like successors and stuff, yeah, like, he's going to be out. And unfortunately, like Ronaldo probably won't be like the raw commentator unless. Cole's done because that's just how they do things, you know. They right. they move people in those slots. He's like slotted behind, like mm-hmm. eventually, but not now. You know, it's like maybe in a year or two, Michael Cole will say, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty tired of doing the commentary. Maybe I'd like to do something backstage because I I do hear he does a lot of stuff uh, mm-hmm. backstage as far as helping out, uh, and maybe he could take a more permanent role backstage. Um, because this guy is the real deal. Like people were already comparing him to to Jr. Saying the energy, the the emotion that he brings is that of Jim Ross. Well, it's his first day on WWE job, but he's far from a rookie. He's called yeah. New Japan on Axis. He's called a ton of MMA fights. Mm-hmm. The dude like knows what he's talking about, and he's he's a seasoned he's a seasoned call. Like he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he's just you know, are they gonna let him like do his thing? You know, or will clearly they? they've they've like. So far, let him do his thing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like Vince is overseeing Raw and he's letting yeah. Stephanie overlook SmackDown and he's like, no, dude, do your thing. That's why we brought you in. We're not going to make you do the paint by numbers spiel. So, in which that case, Byron and King are definitely going to have to step it up. And then if he does get transferred over to Raw, JBL is going to have to step it up. They are just the snippet that I heard. Again, I've been super busy and so I'm not up to date on a lot of the product, but. Just the snippet I heard, they felt like 
nervous. Not because they never done it. They they felt like they were trying to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Like instead of like yeah, they, they felt like it did, it was not the normal flow of commentary. Right. They were like trying to get their shit in, and he was like he felt like he he knew when to hit his parts and he knew when to lay back and let mm-hmm. them. They always felt like they were trying to catch up to him or something. Right, and the the parts <laughs> that I did listen to, it made it seem like okay, this guy is powerful enough that we won't we don't need a third commentator. Right. It's like you can have him and a color commentary. And that and that'll be just fine. Because it seemed like King and Byron were vying for, oh, it's my turn to talk. It's my turn to talk. And he's the he's the leader now. Absolutely he is. He took control and of he's that not, table. He's he's not a rookie, so he's not intimidated. He's a fan, but he's not a rookie, so he's not intimidated. He knows yeah. he he can run the ship if he needs to. And I think uh it's gonna be some- Well speaking of like successors, clearly they went out and got him, so clearly they're interested in him at some point. But mm-hmm. as far as like a successor raw commentary team, who do you see stepping up? Do you see like uh, a Corey Graves, or do you see like a oh god, what's the other NXT announcer guy's name? Rich. The guy who came from ROW, Rich, uh, Rich, Rich R- Brennan. Rich Brennan. Do you see like a Ronaldo Brennan Graves, or do you see like a Ronaldo Gray? Like, what do you see like a future announced team? What do you the, see for Raw? Yeah. Go to two men. Go to what's his name? I keep forgetting. They should both be two two men. Yeah, but what is Mauro Ronaldo? Yeah, have him be the lead commentator for right. for Raw. Corey Graves has done a phenomenal job He's of really being kind of- a heel color commentator. He is doing a great job. Uh, so put to put pair those two together, I think you've got a really good team. Because see, Brennan's sort of like a Ronaldo, but not as good. Right. No offense to him, but he, he that's his role. Yeah. Put put Brennan on on SmackDown, right? And he'd work out just Brennan fine. And Booker, <laughs> I mean, that might work. I yeah, like, I like yeah. a lot of people clown Booker as a commentator, but I like him as a commentator. Yeah, or you know, if if you if you're insistent on getting Byron that that you know chemistry, they've worked together in NXT, right. so you have Rich and Byron uh, as your uh, SmackDown commentary. Yeah, that works. Yeah, I think uh, I think that would work just fine. And I know they want to have. Th- you know, three people because at least on Raw because you're having three hours, so you don't want your two guys to get burnt out. So you have a third person to kind of even it out. Right. It's like okay, I'll I'll take a little bit off from you, so you, so I'll talk a little bit, and then we'll go back to you. But um, yeah, man. Um, I, I with with the with the signings that they've had over the past year or two, and now they're bringing in this guy to do commentary. I'm still going back to like they're they're playing in like a huge shift in the WWE. But you get everything that they're all their big moves are not like a brand moves. They're all like right. backburner. They're all successor backburner stuff. They're yeah. all like stuff that they don't want Vince to touch yet or something. Yeah, and that's and Tyler and I talked about that for a while. We're like I'm in the mindset of okay, I feel like Triple H is just putting his places like he's getting his pieces together. And then once it's time for Vince to step down, he's like, okay, I've got my stuff. Here we go. Well, Vince is going to die. He's not going to step down. Yeah, probably. That's how, yeah, that's how <clears> but, yeah, I mean, they, the, the, the Stephanie Triple H regime is not, I mean, we're talking even like office jobs. People like we were just talking about Kevin Dunn, like their regime is not the Vince regime. Like mm-hmm. they, they have their own people. Yeah. I mean, you look at what they've done so far in NXT – Nothing but positive. 
Yeah, it's a little bit. It rubs me a, a, the wrong way a little bit because it's such like a vanity thing for Triple H. Like I wish he was not. <laughs> Look so, what I did. I wish he wasn't so like up his own ass about like <laughs> coming out every special and be like, "Look, guys, I'm fucking responsible for this." <laughs> <laughs> jerk, let's circle jerk the, the good old Triple H. <laughs> Woo! That rubs me a little bit the lo- wrong way, you know. But <laughs> but the, he's given so many people I like. Jobs. Everyone's to the man on your right. <laughs> It rubs me the wrong way a little bit, but he's given so many people I like jobs. It's sort of hard to like yeah. be completely like hating on him, you know. And yeah. and in some light defense, he kind of has deserved it because he has done an amazing thing with NXT. I mean, it's very Vince-like. If you have a yeah. Vince successor, look at what I created. <laughs> WrestleMania was my idea. <laughs> NXT NXT was my idea. See if I if I if you grab my junk. And I put my hand on your arm. It's like you're actually doing it, but I'm actually doing it. You're, you're too fascinated with the circle jerk. You got a lot of experience with this. <laughs> How many times have you been involved in a circle jerk? <laughs> too many times. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, I, I really think that they are trying to put some pieces together for for the future of the WWE. Do you um, think that... He is purposely like self sabotaging Raw in any way. Do you think that they are? Mm-hmm. Do you think that they know that Vince is going to either die, he'll never retire, and that he'll die, and that they are? They hope to get the ratings so low that the they- board of directors has to <laughs> fucking out him. Do you? Th- I mean, sir, we were talking a little bit about conspiracy theories on the radio show this week, but like this could be like another conspiracy theory. Like they know they can never like. <laughs> they know he will never relinquish the reins and maybe they just have to sabotage him to, mm-hmm. to get him out. Man. Like, uh, Do you think there could be any truth to that? Because look how fucking awful, like, <laughs> even as someone who's been, who I've been want- working a lot and so I've not been following the product very closely, but even from afar, it seems like pretty bad, right? Mm-hmm. Still? And they've they've caught a lot of tough breaks as far as like injuries and stuff, but that still shouldn't stop your product from being awful. Yeah, so I don't know, man. <laughs> you think there's any willing like self-sacrifice on their part? What if they just like <laughs> let they just let, let Raw and SmackDown die and just erect NXT in its place? Like <laughs> this is the new brand. Yeah. Look at what I've done. I took over Raw. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Raw is such a juggernaut that it's similar to The Simpsons or Saturday Night Live. It's just there now. It's yeah, like but no one talks about how good, good any of those shows are. Anymore. Exactly. <laughs> like that's where we they're are. They're an institution, but they're not. Yes. Not on the cutting edge of anything. Exactly. That's that's the status that is raw right now. Right. It's you know they even announced it. They were like, oh, this is the twenty third year of Raw. It debuted twenty three years ago today. I'm like, yeah, didn't the Simpsons do that about two years ago? And Saturday Night Live is like on year forty or something like that. So it's like. They're about the same status. It's like, it's on for those who want to watch it. Right. Like, you know when it comes on and what channel. But, I don't know. Are those... See, I don't follow Simpsons. I was uh, never I a huge Simpsons guy. And I haven't watched Saturday Night Live, like, in year. Are those still, like, rites of passage jobs for, like, comedians go through Saturday Night Live and then, like, r- Hollywood comedy writers go through The Simpsons? Are they still, like... Those sort of like, I don't know about the comedy writers, but for Saturday Night Live, it, yeah, it is still sort of that. 
next platform. Right. Like you do stand up, then Saturday Night Live, then you get into movies and TV right. deals and stuff like that. Yeah. Because right. I think writers come out. I I might be making that up. I don't know if writers come out of The Simpsons like that, but that was my perception at least mm. at one time. So I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, pretty interesting uh, little topic of discussion here this week. I like it. Digging it. Um, back to the feedback. The final bit of feedback we have is from Czar saying, uh, if I were to pick who should be in WWE's version of Bullet Club, I would pick Balor, Styles, Gallows, Anderson, Neville, Breeze, Axel, and Slater. Uh, really think about... Uh, really think about the last four, though. Like, think of them starting fresh with the Bullet Club or Balor Club, whatever. Neville and Breeze would replace the Bucks, and a- Axel and Slater can do whatever. See, that's not really... I mean, I guess... Who's he putting in place of the Bucks? Uh, it would be Neville and Breeze. Okay, I mean, I guess... Um... So you got Balor, Styles, Gallows and Anderson, Neville, Breeze, Axel, and Slater. Okay, I, I, the first time you read it, I didn't hear that he was making them like the Young Bucks. So I was like, that you sort of missed the point of the Bullet Club is it's all about the leader, kind of. Mm-hmm. The rest are just sort of stooges. The even even like the Young the Bucks, back. like the, mm-hmm. the junior tag doesn't mean like shit in Japan. Like they swap those belts <laughs> like they're fucking hot potatoes. I mean, nothing. <laughs> I mean, they're over, but like it, it's not like given importance as far as like card or anything. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess if you... If you don't want Neville, I mean Neville and Breeze to be anybody other than like a throwaway tag, then I guess I don't know. yeah, that's hmm. fun. Cool. There you go. So, uh, so with that being said, thanks everyone for the feedback. Let's dive on into Raw. One more Raw to go before we get to our Royal Rumble predictions. So uh, we'll have to see how it goes from there. I put Corbin in like at the big bad luck folly spot. Ah, uh, no, not bad, not him. Anyone else? I would. No. Yep. Nope. Yep. So, uh, that, okay. The reason you're going no, no is the exact reason I put him in there. Just for <laughs> heat. Just for the big, dumb like, guy people hate. <laughs> the big, dumb heat. Yep. Uh, yeah. All right, then. Um, so we kick Raw off the same way we kicked off the last two Raws with the McMahons and Reigns talking. And uh, Vince. What it is with Vince? He looks. I know he's getting older, but he looks weird to me. He is older. He's yeah, so, he, dude, did seventy I years old. Right, that he was like on Muscle and Fitness recently, or yes. something. Yes, he's seventy. Yes, he's seventy like, year old. His eyes look weird to me, man. He look, I don't know. Something's weird. I mean, Beady? he's on steroids, right? I, mean, I I would have to believe. <laughs> like, we were talking about you that. Know, like that's you that's know how fucking crazy. You have to be to be like seventy years old and, and be like. Be on steroids. <laughs> yeah. It's if so not, weird. he is on some kick-ass supplements. I was about to say, yeah. Well, in a, in a few years, he's going to be feeling some effects. If he isn't already, he's del- he's losing his mind. Yeah, his his eyes look weird. <laughs> his face looks weird. Yeah, he kept yeah. saying his eyes look beady. I don't know. It did to me. It was like this <laughs> beady motherfucker. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Motherfucker is eating those HGH sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I like these. This is my business, damn it. So, uh, yeah, we kick a, kick a segment off. The entire roster or some of the roster is up on the stage saying, oh, any one of these men could be the next WWE champion. How about Sheamus or Dean Ambrose or Ziggler or how about Kevin Owens? And then Roman Reigns comes down and McMahon puts him in a one versus all match. So you said like, you haven't been called up with Raw. Like I did not see Raw. I so worked late. It is like... They're like giving Roman everything. They're throwing him like because you know the stipulation. Has Vince been on the show every week? Yeah. Yes, since New Year's. Since Trips the, hasn't. 
He hasn't been there. Yeah, so he, it's, it's it's Triple H has been off. Since. Hey, look, he's got a full time vanity project to pay. <laughs> Circle jerking. Circle <laughs> jerking. Uh, so I mean, you, okay, you know about the Royal Rumble then. He's defending the belt in the Rumble. Yeah, yes. that's what I heard. So it's like that, and like they're just like giving him like it's it's everything. It's Vince Austin. Giving, not giving everything. Like okay, he has this. Okay, he had something with um, Triple H. They didn't have a match, but it was a little thing going on. Now it's like. He's had more interactions with Vince McMahon and Stephanie. You know they're the trying board. to do the let's get him over with the crowd by having Vince be the protagonist. How has the crowd been reacting to Vince? Do they care? Or it's kind of meh. Yeah. Is it city to city or what? Yeah, I mean, I the, mean, do you remember like when people like as recently as maybe like two years ago, people still fucking like worshipped Vince when he? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Does he get that pop or people like eh? When he first came out, yeah. And then he's doing the heelish things. Like his music will hit, the crowd will pop, and then he'll do stuff to make them boo. Okay. But like. But really shittily? Yeah. He can't be good. He's an old man, guys. Yeah. And like Stephanie is still doing like the. She'll address the crowd, being like, you can't. Guys can't even get your chance right. I mean, come on. There's uh, a. That to me just does not work. It's a real weak ass bullshit. Yeah. Last week. I think it was last week. uh, It was. When was uh, Reigns versus Sheamus, and then they had uh, Vince as the ref? That was last week. And like you know, he had the cutoffs and stuff. And there's people on the internet. It's like when you realize, of course, that Vince is in better shape than you are. Yeah, he's seventy. Yeah, 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 cutoffs. I was like, damn, he's 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 on steroids again. Come on, yeah. (laughs) And he had some roid rage because he flipped off the crowd before they went to break. Is he been getting like physically involved, like taking bumps and shit? He took, yeah, he took the oh bump. Oh, my when, God. Yeah. Like, oh, no, when, go it's so, Roman, it's so Roman How fragile him. is he? How Roman punched he? him, and he was on the outside of the ropes, like that little edge, uh-huh. and he Favorite? fell on the edge, like on his back. Like, he fell to the Apron edge. He's doing, like, old man fall. Yeah. Where it's like... Uh, but, no, what was that one, though? What was that? Did he hold onto the ropes when he fell, or did he just fall back onto that? Uh, well, I mean, he, like, fell back, but, like, even as the special referee, like, you know how the typical referees now, they'll... Like, if there's a pin, they'll, like, slide in and count. His is, like, go down to the knee, then go down to my hand, and then start counting. So, but he's trying to do it as quick as he can, but dude's 70 that years was the old. That's so. he got hit, yeah. though, whenever Roman, uh, no, I thought Roman hit him twice. Hit him with a Superman punch during that match. But he hit him another time, right? No. I don't remember. Maybe. A part of me loves the crazy asshole Vince is like, <laughs> I'll save the show, damn it. Yeah. Like every Come week, like, like he's like, I'm gonna save the I show. I know what they want. Let me kick Roman. <laughs> yeah. You laughing at me? No, I'm just oh, okay. crazy Vince yeah. is being like, I'm gonna save this goddamn show, I'm gonna go TV every week. <laughs> yeah, that that that's right, because he comes out there, I'm gonna say he kicks Roman in the nuts. People like being uh when they see people being kicked in the nuts. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> you gotta as 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 much as I can sit here objectively and say like the the reason so much of the show is so bad is directly because of Vince, he, <laughs> something about me deep inside has to admire his crazy assness, like <laughs> seventy year old fucking roided up old man's like I'm gonna save the show, damn it! <laughs> it's worked before. I'll do over. it again. Ah, oh, it takes nuts, man. So, I yeah. mean, wrinkly old man nuts. He'll but. give a fuck. He flips off the fans. <laughs> And we saw that picture too. Yeah, someone took screenshots of Screenshot him flipping off the right crowd before the commercial. right before they go to commercial. It's like raw next, and it's Tim's just sitting there. See, that's the point because <laughs> no matter like how much we you know it is Vince's fault, like 
he has so much goodwill built up with people from over the years. It's just hard not to love his crazy <laughs> old ass. You fans don't know shit. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. <laughs> it, so. it just feels like a really weak, like, like the, um, like imitation, like run or whatever. It's sort of like the reunion, like the weak ass reunions or is what it sounds like. <laughs> the, him but trying to like, do his best, but he just can't. I feel like it's like, okay, I, I feel like in his eyes, like we're going to get Roman over. <laughs> I'll help him. I'll come save him. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, we're gonna give you this match, Royal Rumble, and all this stuff. So and you said the you said they're giving him everything when you mentioned the Rumble. So you were under the impression he's coming out of the Rumble with the belt. Yes, I feel like that. Which is sad. I mean, but from, also, from the perspective of a guy who's not watching the product, that sounds to me like they're they're doing it to to, to shuffle the deck after post Cena news. Hmm. I think, and this is just a guy, again, who's not been following the product. I think he's not coming out the rumble with the belt. Well. Why Why? Why would you do that? I mean, I guess you're trying to get him over as a bigger badass, but. But there's, there's, there's also another theory. Uh, this dives into Raw, but I'm just going to say it. Okay. Uh, Brock Lesnar was on the show and all this stuff, and he comes out later on. So, and Brock's going to be in the Royal Rumble. So, another theory for, like, he said that, and I, it's a good theory, too, that, um, let Brock uh, win because if you win, you win the title. Right. And and then those months leading up to uh, Mania, um, Roman doesn't win the title. And I guess at Mania, he wins the title from Brock again. I don't know. Have a rematch of WrestleMania 31. Hmm. Like, you could you could go a number of ways. You could say, um, all right, Lesnar, def- Lesnar wins the Royal Rumble, becomes WWE champion. Roman issues a rematch the following night. Uh, Vince you, do it without, and, you do it without actually having to pin yeah, Roman or whatever. Yeah, have him be eliminated by someone else. Um, and Lesnar ends up getting the, the title. So Roman says, I want my rematch. I'm champion. I lost the title. I get a rematch. So they have it like on Raw, and uh, he gets screwed out of out of the title. Also, you have to take well, in a, a factor that uh, depending on when Roman gets eliminated, if there's someone that gets eliminated right before uh, Brock, like this last two, it may not be Roman, but they may want to. Hey, like I was the last one before to. Uh, well, that's what uh, I was. That's what I was getting oh, okay, at. Gotcha. Uh, you could have Fastlane be the number one contender match. So if whoever was second to last, or whoever was last to be thrown out by Lesnar, faces Roman Reigns, you know. Hey, I got screwed out of my title shot. I deserve another chance. Well, you're gonna have to prove it because you didn't. You weren't even the last to be thrown out. So you're gonna go up against, you know, Del Rio or whoever it is that's that's second to last. Winner of that faces Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. You have your rematch, all that good stuff. You guys think they're desperate enough to pay The Rock to like? I know he's gonna be there. We think he's gonna work. I don't believe so. I think he's contractually obligated to not perform because he's like doing a movie or something during he's that. He's like in the process of doing a movie. Yes, right and so what's he filming? Uh, I'm not sure, but I believe he's only going to be there for appearance purposes. Isn't he done with that TV show? Isn't he well, he's it? he's got like five or six projects going on right now. Yeah, he's got a ton of shit. I'm sure he's, he's filming two show. He's filming a documentary, a mini series, and a movie. Like what's the all at the same time. Uh, something about the. Um, Police, the uh, uh, boot, camp boot camp or reform 
prisons for yeah. for troubled teens. Like scared straight stuff. Sort of like that, yeah. So, so he's doing all kinds of stuff. With everything out, I mean, with all the people that are out as far as injury wise, what are the marquee matches that are even possible that they could deliver with? You got Triple H, you got Lesnar, you got Sting, you got Roman. Oh, Sting's out. Oh, that's right. Sting is out. I didn't mean to say Sting. Who did I Taker. say? Taker. Taker, Triple H, Roman, Lesnar. That's yeah. Lesnar the first time. Let's say Sting and Civilizer. Yeah. Hey, that's four guys. Who else would you consider a draw that they even have? As far as main event, that's it. Okay, Unless so... Unless you decide to pull the trigger on like a guy like Owens. So are we, are we under the impression that some mixture of these four guys are going to pair off, or do you think they're going to break these four guys up with lesser guys and try to make some guys? <laughs> that's a funny joke they never try to make anybody. Uh... So well, the last I heard, the rumor before Cena went out was that it was going to be Taker versus Cena. Right. Uh, there was um, a rumor of Triple H versus Roman. Right. Um, Lesnar and Rock, but that's you know probably not going to. They happen. can't. There's no. They cannot go back to Lesnar and uh, and st- uh, God. Why do I keep wanting to say Undertaker? That's yeah. not even a possibility. So right. And that's why I think they might be doing a uh, a Lesnar. Reigns rematch, where this time there is no Mister and Money in the Bank to interrupt my match that I had won. You know, well they can't do Triple H Undertaker again. I keep wanting to say Sting. <laughs> I can't do that. Stop again. saying Sting. Sting won't be there. So then, so then you give someone else the Taker match, and then mm-hmm. who do you give the Taker match to? I don't even know. I don't even have him wrestle this year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you kind of have to. You kind of have to, but I mean, my God, you can't do Bray Wyatt because that's already been right? done. You can't do the people you know. that aren't injured have all wrestled each other recently in big feuds, mm-hmm. let, with oh, the exception of Roman and Triple H. Owens versus Undertaker, let Owens win. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. It's no less crazy than anything else they can do. I don't know. Or. Okay, Del Rio. Give a okay. Say you're bringing your hot shot and AJ and Nakamura to the main roster. Who do you pair those guys up with? Oh, Daniel man. Bryan, triple threat match. Well, I think he wants that too, but I think he's not <laughs> cleared or whatever. Could be a surprise entrant for the Royal Rumble. Could be because they uh, did post or he did post a video of him uh, doing some mm-hmm. weight exercises and stuff. You never know. <sighs> okay. Uh, Do you think they might risk the the lawsuit that's going on? They'd be like, dude, we need some star power. Get Daniel Bryan ready. Clear. He wants He's cleared. Off. You've been cleared. You're cleared. You sign off on your own health. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, either you let me wrestle or I'm done with WWE and wrestling somewhere else. Yeah. Go back to Ring of Honor or something. Probably go to New Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New Japan. Uh, we need some stars. Oh, we just got one of WWE's biggest stars. We'll trade you. AJ for Daniel Bryan. Bryan Danielson. Yes. I don't know. Um, yeah, that'd be pretty dope. Uh, I'm trying to think. How do you think... <laughs> Look, Nakamura has... Nakamura is like the most charismatic wrestler in the business. Like, period. No ifs, hands, or buts. He's like the most charismatic dude. 
he will get the fuck over if they stay out of his way. But like, are they, are they? You think they're gonna get in this dude's way or what? Because like his his charisma is not something <clears throat> they can corral in a WWE like way. Mm-hmm. Like they can't like funnel his charisma into what like what they want. They just have to let him do his thing if yeah. it's gonna work. He will get the fuck over if they just <laughs> let him get the fuck over. But I don't know. But would they? Yeah. Well. The guy can't even cut a promo. What what, what language is he speaking? Well, I don't they even know, know he can't. They know. Nah. He's like way into like American culture, so he may try and learn the language. Mm. But he, I bet he speaks a little, like a little here and there. But he definitely can promo. My client, Mister Nakamura. <laughs> who needs Who needs to talk when you got Paul Hammond talking for you? Say something stupid. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it would be pretty bananas if they would if they did like a Daniel Bryan Nakamura. He actually, I'm I'm sure you probably saw the video of uh, Daniel Bryan talking about that. He was like, "I pitched that idea a couple years ago." And it's like he did when they were touring <laughs> Japan. Or yeah, he was like, "Let's let's do a cross promotion event. It's a win win for everybody." And they shot it down. I don't know. know, That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But, like, this is the most confusing WrestleMania that I've ever seen. Like, this time for WrestleMania 30, we knew, like, five or six matches that were more than likely going to happen. Here, we're like, there are so many injuries, we have no clue. Plus, we don't know know how long, uh, talking about other matches, um, I don't think they're going to stretch Owens, uh, Ambrose, till Mania. No, I could be wrong. Well, they, we knew Matt. We knew like rumored of possible matchups that we didn't even want that we could at least fathom them doing. Like now, we're like trying to be like, what can they even do? Yeah, there's so many people out right now. Just like I still don't think they're gonna stretch Del Rio and Callisto. <clears throat> no, that's probably gonna end at the Royal Rumble. I mean, maybe I don't know. You just who do you have that 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 would work? Choices Andrew are so Styles limited. versus Alberto Del Rio. That'd probably be a pretty good match. I don't know. Ooh, I don't know, man. Uh, well, we'll talk more about WrestleMania once we get a little bit closer to it, because that's that's still quite a ways that's away. That's toughie. Yeah, it is quite tough because we don't know who else might be injured by that time. Um, but the uh, the first match we got to see on Raw. Dean Ambrose going up against Sheamus. This matchup ended a, uh, a double countout, and uh, Sheamus ended up a bloody mess after well, his. Also, yeah, he, well, Sheamus uh, knocked down. Um, <clears throat> Hardway Am- or Blade? Ambrose. Hard to tell these days because, like, they did the the push him into the ring post like they've done for for Lesnar, and then sure enough, he's you know got a bloody bloody face. Uh, he he did require three stitches on the top of his forehead. Was it in the normal blade spot? Uh, it was like going down. It was it was like vertical from the hairline horizontal. down, right so. hairline to no. It was about it was about right here because he had his he had his mohawk, but you could see where it was, and his hair goes straight up. So it was going, it was it was vertical instead of horizontal. Um, right when they're doing that first promo, uh, Vince announced that match and um, yeah, the one versus Sheamus, all Sheamus. Because they were all standing uh, when you first come out, and Sheamus like hit Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. and knocked him oh. to the ground. 
the match itself was okay. Nothing really too special to, to take away from it. The match, like I said, ended in a double count out. And then after the match, Kevin Owens attacked Dean Ambrose and uh, was looking to put him through the table. But, uh, um, or did he? I don't recall. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't believe so either. But, um, yeah, so not not a terrible way to start it. Um, I do, I am liking the uh, the Owens and Ambrose feud because it's not, hey, play my music and I'm going to go out there and, and attack him. It's, I'm coming through the crowd to to get some of you. It reminded me of like the older version, you know, the old school wrestling that I really liked where it's just chaotic and all that. It's like, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know when your opponent's going to attack. And it, it, it seems, it doesn't seem stale to me. So I don't know. Um, but one thing that does seem stale is Titus O'Neil versus Stardust. Uh, they've had this match two, maybe three weeks in a row now. They're like, oh, here comes uh, Titus O'Neil, Stardust Nemesis. Yeah. Wait, what? Because they did the uh, the promo reels where Stardust was trying to talk about the stars and everything, and stars. all of a sudden Titus O'Neil shows up, and so that prompted a match because I guess he did it one too many times and. And Titus O'Neil won, and so they had the rematch this week, and Titus O'Neil won. So, nothing really to add from it. It was a very short matchup. Titus O'Neil got the win, and then after the matchup, Stardust attacked Titus while he was trying to celebrate, going after the leg. Did he work with his face paint like Bowie, or did he just have a, take a picture of that? Like no, he, he he wore it, like, for Bowie. So well, That makeup and all that stuff came off his face pretty quickly. <laughs> it did. Because, like, all the silver... Like was on the back of Titus's head. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, was all over the place. Yeah, no, it was weird. Like, how did it get back? I don't know. Did he lean his head on his? Maybe face? I don't know. Maybe, maybe he like had him in a in a chin lock or something. Just rubbed off. Who knows? I don't remember. But uh, after that, um, we got to see the first New Day segment that I was not a fan of. And that was because it was the highlight reel with Chris Jericho. And uh, Doug, I don't know if you heard or not. Chris Jericho made his return last week and to save the WWE again to save the WWE for the forty third time and uh, he started a chant fruity tootie booty against the New Day. Well, I because I'm surprised the New Day went along with it because they're acting like it affected. Like, no, don't say that, don't say yeah. that. And it was just really because booty is their thing. Rudy tootie booty, y'all are Rudy tootie booties. They're like, no, don't call us that. I don't know. Sounds pretty lame. Yeah, yeah. it is. They're like, it should be like, knowing them, I felt like they were like, okay, whatever. Yeah. That's what they should have acted like. Oh, doesn't bother us. Whatever. But then the crowd started chanting in. So they're like, yo, stop calling us Fruity Tootie Booty. So then they had the highlight reel with uh, Jericho and the New Day, where he once again called them Fruity Tootie Booty. And then uh, the Usos come out. Usos came out. Sounds like Jericho is very like. Very like HBK in that like in that like trying to be cool dad trying like, to be like hip like trying to be hipper than you hip don't know square don't actually know what's hip anymore yeah kind of a thing HB shizzle right. that's what they should have done just like called him out on it like Jericho why two jizzle you're not in like you're not you're not hip you don't know what people like they, they should have called him out on it you're fucking old dude yeah mm-hmm. you're too old that's what he said that's what he said <laughs> it's like dang Jericho's looking old. He is starting. Old, to sh- he's older. starting to show his age. Right. That's you know? what. Yeah, and you know, like he he looks tired, and looks he tired. just looks he he's looks aged. Um, I think HBK is like 
ducking phone calls like a motherfucker. <laughs> They're like asking. Me, oh, like, I'd love to, but I'd love to, but you know the whole stipulation about me being retired and I got a hunting show and I like to hunt. Can't do it. Can't do it. Oh, so many things I got to do and I'm out of shape and but I could be I'm wearing the wrong kind podcast. of I'm wearing the wrong think, kind of shoes. Who do you think is the 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 most surprising guy that got a phone call to to come back to Mania? Who do you think? Who do you think is like the most outlandish person who got a phone call? Hogan. No way. You think, you think they called Hogan? <laughs> no, I, don't, I doubt it. Uh, think I think someone weird like a Goldberg or something. Why do you got a got a phone mm, call? Nah. You think HPK is the, the limit? Are we talking like just appear at WrestleMania just or b- trying to bolster some like star power because they don't believe in making people stars anymore? Like, would it be just a backstage segment, or they need to be in the ring? They probably need someone to work, right? I mean, real uh, as far as working, shoot. we got Billy Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he can't pass the wellness. <laughs> Xbox. Mm. Don't let him do the Bronco Buster. No. Can't do that. I don't know. Uh, probably HBK might be like the most reasonable pick. He, yeah. he's probably like, he, they probably, it's Dallas, so they'll have Stone Cold come down and deliver a stunner to somebody. What? what? I mean, we'd all bet like money that HBK got a call though, right? More than likely. Because yeah. okay. it's Texas yeah. and no, we McFoley? Gotta, they just need people. Yeah, we they need people. McFoley? We need to stretch. It's supposed to be four hours and. I don't think Foley could work. He's in bad shape. You seen that motherfucker lately? The walk to the the ring would be hard enough. Yeah. Plus, he got his kids a job, so he's probably. Yeah. Got, <laughs> I gotta shut up and be. It's good. Like, don't worry. They call me when they need me. When they want to be me, uh, to be Santa, I'll do it. Yep. Man. I'm trying to think of like one reasonable. Batista. I think he's doing. He's probably like, fuck you guys. Yeah, I'm filming Guardians of the Galaxy 2 where I'm like a megastar now. Later. Yeah. I'm out of here. James Bond. That's James Bond. No. He's probably like, hey guys, remember whenever I came back last time and you guys put me in the worst position? (laughs) Yeah. And I came out wearing blue and everyone was calling me Batista. I saw a Photoshop of Batista in that blue with like New Day and all their blue. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Nice. He He like matched up with them like good. That's awesome. So you remember, guys, but, but I he is a reasonable pick if he yeah. if he wasn't such a, like a movie guy. No? Mm-hmm. It's like I wanted to face Brock, but it wouldn't. I don't know. I mean, I feel like all of their main draw star power is either retired or wouldn't come back or we bring Diesel or they're too old. <laughs> bring Diesel back; he can work. It's almost like they haven't made a star in the last ten years. Yeah, what's up with that? It's like this would be the year that they bring back John Cena and Randy Orton and Batista. Well, they didn't have to go away yet. Well, yeah, but still, like, they should not be like relied upon at this level at this point. Right? Exactly. Because I mean, it's almost like seeing Punk and Daniel Bryan are giggling, like <laughs> giggling about how the position the WWE is in. Yeah. Like, ha, ha, ha. like, oh, they need all of these stars, and they had them, but they let them Speaking all Speaking of phone calls, what if Punk calls just to say, fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hey, heard Paul. that you're uh, you needing people for Rumble. Uh, fuck you. You need a star for WrestleMania? Hey, I'm just calling to say, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> just checking in. My yearly, my yearly ball. My yearly fuck you. Yeah. Merry New Year. Go fuck yourself. So, um, but yeah, the, the, the highlight reel, it was corny as hell he's he's up the Geratron 5000 to the 6500 now 
and he was dropping names like, oh, that one's for Lemmy. Oh, that one's for Bowie. And I was like, I don't even remember what he said. It, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. And then he did the, and the, the way he tries to get the crowd into it is he's trying to coach them along into the chant. He, he's is like, he Rudy Tooty Booty. Rudy Tooty Booty. Rudy Toot. And like, see how that would be annoying because I want to punch you to yeah. screw Then <laughs> that's what he's doing. So, but is he? I guess he's a baby face. Yes. Okay. Because he, I mean, last week he came out and he did all of his quips. It will never, ever be the same again. That, and they never addressed the thing. Yeah. Where he dropped Roman and and uh, Dean. They never addressed that. He just left. Yeah. Because that was from Night yeah. of Champions, and he was just like, "Oh yeah, I'll be right back." And then he, that was it. That was the last we saw until last week. And no one remembers that. No one except the people who do. Hey, we were there. We <laughs> were. We most certainly were. Weird. We got to see potentially Sting's final match. Um, yeah, we just talked about that too. On the radio show. Yeah. You know who's going to be at WrestleMania? Sting. I don't mean the wrestler. <laughs> He's going to be a musical performance. Yes. Like, I feel like, don't stand. <laughs> don't stand so. Roxanne. Anyways. Uh, uh, that wasn't it. Don't stand so close to me. You have to complete the. No. Okay. Sing a he different song. Skip. I can. That's how that's how it works. But yeah, the highlight reel was a bust. Um, they did a whole skit where the Usos interrupted and were like, um, "Oh, it's it's three on two. It wouldn't be fair." And then Jericho was like, "Well, I'm not the best at counting, but I see three of y'all and uh, four, five, and six right here. So what's the debate? I mean, I don't have my wrestling gear, so maybe we can have a two on two. Yeah." I know. I know. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's trying to bow up saying, oh, you know, you're talking about the numbers being even. I see three on three right now, but I don't have my gear, so it's going to have to be a two on two. I can't math. It's weird. It is. It was very weird. Yeah, I wanted that that whole segment to just end. I'm like, no, Jericho, you ruined the New Day part. Yeah. Go away. They did. And then... Uh, you're very much into the lull of... Uh, Diminishing returns with Jericho, like every time he comes back, it's, just it's like it's like, sad. It means like, less and less yeah, every yeah, time. It's like he always brings that up, like, "Oh, I'm here back to save the WWE." I'm like, Shh, "No, stop it!" It's like I used to love you one, one time. Now I'm like, "Get <laughs> go, off my TV, go away." <laughs> Appreciate it, but no. Uh, and then they had a matchup: New Day versus the Usos. Xavier on one corner and Jericho on the other. Um, and so Xavier's. Blowing on the trombone, doing his usual skit, and then Jericho comes over and breaks the uh, breaks the trombone over his knee, even though technically it was like already broken. Yeah, he broke uh, it when he was trying to hold it. Yeah, he like tried to rip it away, and it already like snapped. Um, and then Usa's got the roll up of death for the one, two, three. Tromboning. Yeah, tromboning will save your life one day. We're like, what? You trying to give some negativity in my life? Hmm. Anyways. Um, and then we got to see JBL go into the ring and say how honored he was to announce that Sting is going to be the first inductee of the WWE Hall of Fame. And I don't know what it is about JBL. So he's like in the main event spot. Yeah, he's the, he's the main draw, I guess. Um, but there's something about JBL. I can't quite put my, my finger on it. Whenever he tries to smile, it always seems like he's trying too hard. Yeah. 
He like, he doesn't understand how to smile. Like, he's just like... I can uh, relate to that. Like, he's squinting or something. <laughs> I like, can relate to like that. Like, it's a painful... It's painful for I him to smile. smile either. You can smile. You can. If I if 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 I'm not naturally smiling, if I'm like it's time for a picture, you mm-hmm. have to smile. Like I can't do it. it Give all, us your best smile right now. Mm-hmm. Just try it. I can't. Like, I can't be put on the spot and expected to smile. I'm tickle you. I'll punch you for I'm real. Tickle you. Come here. All right. Whatever. Uh. Yeah. So I can relate to that. But it just seems I don't know. This is very odd. Um, so, yeah, Sting's going to be the first uh, Hall of Famer announced for the WWE Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Uh, after that, the Wyatt family came out and were interrupted by the social outcasts, which I... Do you know about that? Uh, I know they put a bunch of dudes together and it's they called them the social Heath outcasts. Slater, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, and uh, uh, who was the other one? Adam Rose. Do you know? Adam Rose. <laughs> no, it's it's all it's the job squad. Two point. No, pretty much it's they're doing their same gimmick, doing their same thing. They're just part of the group. They're not like really working together that much, or they're kind of like. Is it good or does it suck? But they have matching shirts. They haven't shown too much. The first time was last week. They just came out and like Heath Slater had a match against Dolph, which he won. won. He Slater beat Dolph Ziggler. The roll-up, right? Yes. And uh, that's when they announced all that stuff, and they were each doing their own gimmick, but in a group. Yeah. But now, which was weird because it's like, how do you get these guys over or try, I guess? (laughs) Try uh, is the key word. that's what they're going to verse the Wyatts. Yeah. So that's not good, but they they didn't finish the match because something else happened. But I don't know. It's still weird. I think it's going to fail. Did they, like, have a reason, or they're just like, hey, motherfuckers, we're a group now? Yeah, pretty much. It was like, we've had enough of being the the outcast of of the WWE, so we're, you know... Oh, they at least showed up. We found each other, and Curtis Axel kept going, the chains are off! The chains (laughs) are off! The chains are off! And then Adam Rose is like... That sounds great. (laughs) Yeah. And then Adam Rose was... Nexus of the Genesis. Yeah, of McGillicuddy. Uh, and then Adam Rose is like, we are all our own blossoms and we are going to, to whatever. And then Bo Dallas is like, you, gotta believe you in just got to believe in us. But yeah, this but week he was like, we're like the four, the four musketeers. Heath Slater is the leader. Pretty much. Shocked that he got a double He's got, yeah. And so. Uh, are their shirts cool? No. It's just a black shirt, uh, white scratches. And it, Hashtag social outcasts. Sounds it's awful. not even no. available on the website no. yet. Sounds awful. Yeah. And they debuted their new music this week. Too, yeah. So. Rule of thumb, if the ha- there's a hashtag on the shirt, it probably sucks. <laughs> yes. So uh, the Wyatt family versus social outcasts. This match ends in a no contest. Not long until it. Not long at all. They're all getting thrown around by Braun. But, but what it was is, and yeah, then, uh, Braun threw him into the corner. Then they and brawl. Then the, uh, the next person would, like, tag himself in. Mm-hmm. And every time Braun would throw them into a corner, they would like slap each other like to get in. So it wasn't like they were working together to. Yeah. So it breaks down into a brawl. The match gets thrown out. And then Ryback comes out to attack the Wyatt family. Please tell me Ryback's in. He's he's not in. uh, But the Wyatt family, after disposing of the social outcasts, start ganging up on Ryback. Well, guess who comes to help Ryback? 
the social outcasts. Yeah. So they start fending them off, and uh, with the help of Ry- of the Ryback, they end up tossing uh, Braun over the top rope, and all the others, Which was, you know, take their leave. Weird, because I thought Big Show was going to come out. The reason I said it is, yeah. I don't know if it's last week or the week before, uh, the Wyatts jumped. Okay, there was going to be a match between Ryback and Big Show, mm-hmm. and the Wyatts jumped uh, Ryback. Uh, Ryback first, and then, and then they, they attacked ju- Big Show. They attacked Big Show. Yes. So Ryback comes to help, uh, comes out this week, and I thought Big Show was, but he did not. Well, you got to get the ball rolling for that big uh, WrestleMania spot for <laughs> for Big Show and Kane. You know, we got to work those guys back. Absolutely, that's exactly what you've got to do. Um, but yeah, very strange. Back, they might wrestle each other. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <don't>. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. It'll be those two versus Mark Henry in a triple threat match, Battle of the Big Guys. Oh, yeah, that's something they could probably still do. They could have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal if they have enough people. And they do. <laughs> They'll have a bunch of NXT guys in that mix as well. There you go. My dad that's, will probably think a big guy's going to win the Royal Rumble because little right. guy shouldn't win. Nope, not at all. How is that guy going to get him over the top? He can't beat that big guy. <laughs> so it does, it does pose an interesting question if that social outcast have just turned face because the crowd didn't react to it at all. Um... But we'll have to see. But it was interesting to see them standing tall with Ryback. The so Ryback. They didn't put um, Damian Sandow on the group. Nope he was he was seen on the <laughs> ramp at the at the opening of of Raw, and he had his bathrobe thing again. Hmm. So, but that was it. That was all we saw of Damian Sandow. Not outcasty enough. Nope, guess not. Which is really interesting because maybe they could use him for that so that he could be seen. Um, after that, we got to see Alberto Del Rio going up against Callisto for the United States Championship because Callisto got a victory over him uh, on SmackDown, and this was a uh, this was a very fun, very fast paced match. Uh, definitely a very good showcase for Callisto. Uh, Del Rio held up his end of the uh, of the match as well, and uh, big surprise, Callisto, your new United States Champion, got the win on it. So a uh, really surprising turn. Really enjoyed it. Um, the crowd was definitely hot for him. And uh, I know, Tyler, you and I discussed this while we were watching Raw. It's Kalisto's definitely feel... He, he feels like he's been given that Rey Mysterio spot now. And uh, yeah, I know that's kind of stereotyping because he's a masked, a masked wrestler. Bless you. That was a big <laughs> one. Bless you. Um, but, uh, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, but he's got the speed and the agility, and he's fun to watch, and he does all kinds of exciting stuff. Um, and so, you know, congratulations to him. Got his first singles gold. Do you remember when, uh, Del Rio first came back and everyone's like, he's looking a little bigger in the chest and the arms. Yeah. I was like, I don't know guys. He looks about the same. I saw a picture of him recently. It's talking about some, somebody eating some HGH sandwiches. That dude is definitely (laughs) has a different body than we love. It's like, it's like where his chest is big and like when he breathes, his abdomen is like concaved. It's weird looking. He's a lot bigger in the chest. Yes. I don't know what I was thinking. Is he is he that much bigger since he came back, or was he this big the whole time? And I just no, know. he wasn't that big. The he's whole like time. getting bigger. It's, right? He's getting bigger. He's not like <laughs> way way long. bigger, but you can tell a difference now. He's leaner. Leaner. I don't know if he's leaner. His I think chest. I mean, not his chest. Ass, his abdomen. Abdomen. Abdominium is. I don't know. It's, it's, they, quit, they quit testing motherfuckers or what? It's like when he <laughs> breathes in, you can see like a Look, They six. need these guys to be there for whatever. So I mean, if they can't feel pain, then they're all right. Is it where it's like when he breathes, 
like in like our <laughs> stomach like, is you just... can see like a little six pack then we breathe out like no and then it's like I don't know. well that's with a lot of guys but yeah it's it's weird looking. like me for instance that's yeah. how mine <laughs> yeah <laughs> check it out when you breathe out and it disappears when you breathe in <laughs> it's a magic trick all right so uh so yeah Kalisto, your new united states champion so a very shocking uh surprise for it i like it keep up the surprises uh, you know, I figured they probably would have held it off until uh, Royal Rumble, but hey, I'm not going to complain. Um, after that, we got to see Brie come out, and she was going to face Charlotte, but before the match could even get going, uh, Becky Lynch attacked Charlotte, and um, <laughs> Ric Flair was none too thrilled about that, saying, oh, Charlotte's in no condition to mat- uh, have this match, so uh, so we're out of here, and there's nothing you can do about it, fat boy. So that was pretty much the end of that. And then uh, Becky had a really nice promo backstage where she was like, you know, we promised each other we would never turn on one another, that we would be best friends throughout this whole thing. And she's changed so much. And, you know, I'm I'm she's she's upset that I made her tap out and I'm going to make her tap out again. So really good stuff from her, at least. So the match didn't really take place. Correct. So Bree's probably not injured. No, Bree. Yeah. They're not risking it, guys. <laughs> yeah. They're not taking any chances. And Alicia Fox was with her, too. So they're, 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 they at least have backups. So um, uh, after that, we got the one versus all match, which ended well, up being well, one. Well, that was the Rumble. This is the. They, they did it. They it wasn't all. It was all the heels. All the heels. Yeah. But, but they had like a, a multi man match as the main event, too. Well, it was a handicap was- match. It was Roman Reigns in one corner, and then all of the heels in the other corner, except they all like got off of the apron. And it was pretty much Roman versus Kevin Owens. That's what it was, yeah. It was a good. It was a good uh, match showing yeah. with Kevin Owens and stuff. It was a good match between. Uh, so they had them all the heels at ringside, but Kevin Owens never tagged out. Never. Tagged it wasn't out. a. It's technically it was okay. Essentially, it's a gauntlet match. If he gets past. Kevin Owens, he has to fight, face another guy. If he gets past him, he's got to face another they guy. They basically just fucked him over until he lost. Well, thankfully, we never got to see a second person. Um, it was Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns, and the heels were off to the side the whole time. So what was the finish? Um, a no finish, because they weren't clear on the rules as to how it's supposed to go. And so eventually Vince McMahon just gets frustrated and is like, hey, you get in there. And so Sheamus went in there, started attacking, and Cody wrote, or Stardust got in there and started attacking. And he, he was fending him off. And New Day got in there, and so he was fending him off. And the Wyatts disappeared. They were they were standing there. They stood there. They didn't do anything. They stood there the whole time. And then once everything broke down, you never saw where they went. Like They literally just walked away. That's probably for the best. Yeah. That's in character, though. Yeah, and then throughout the night, Paul Heyman had been talking back and forth with Stephanie. Hey, in, instead of putting Brock Lesnar in the uh, the Royal Rumble, he should face the champion at WrestleMania. So just put him in that match. And they're like, no, he's contractually obligated. We're going to make him be in the Rumble. And, um, and so Brock Lesnar comes out. And uh, New Day's like, yeah, man, get him. We got him. Yeah. We got him knocked down Xavier for you. Take him out. Pumped. And, and uh, he was like a little kid bouncer. I was like, yeah, come on over. He goes <laughs> up to Brock and goes like that. Taps him on the shoulder. Like, yeah, 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 you got him. Kofi right there. And they're like, get Roman. And they turn around and uh, Brock clotheslines both of them. 
then he suplexes uh, Big E, takes out Sheamus, and then... Uh, suplexes Kevin Owens. Yeah, suplexes Kevin Owens, and then he goes to pick up um, Roman Reigns, picks him up over his shoulders, delivers well, an F5. And The, the only thing is, uh, uh, Sheamus did get some shots. He did get a no couple of shots. No one else got shots in yeah. him. But like he had uh, Brock in the corner, and he kept on hitting him pretty da, hard for da, a little bit. Da, 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 I haven't da, seen it da, yet, da, but da, there was da, a da. there was a house so, show match between Sheamus and Lesnar that surfaced online. Like, wasn't that so, from the Houston? I think it was from Houston. Somebody fan gamed it and put it online. I haven't seen it. Yet. Mm. Oh wow! But that exists, and I am really intrigued by a Sheamus Brock Lesnar match as to how it went. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lesnar won clearly, but I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean. I'm intrigued by like the, I just think they could have a good match together. That's yeah, so. two good brawlers. Yeah. I just want to see those two. But he was hitting them. Like he was hitting them pretty hard though. Yeah, sound like. Yeah, pretty good shots. But uh, yeah, the match ends in a no contest, and then Lesnar just comes out and destroys everyone. So that pretty much wraps up uh, Raw. And with that being said, it's time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. First question come to us from Benjamin saying, "Great show, great discussion." Uh, to your an- to answer your question, I say bring the Bullet Club guys in the Royal Rumble and send down the Ascension back uh, and send down the Ascension. Uh, but down to my question for you guys: If um, let's see, if they would have guys from WWE join the group, I'm assuming Bullet Club later on, who do you think would be a good fit? I mean, I already said like I think Corbin's a good like guy for like muscle. Like goon, I'm not joking. I mean, I'm being sincere. I think Corbin's a good like muscle head goon. He's laughing at me. Oh, because I'm What'd like you do? Oh, nothing. He oh. just knows that I'm anti oh, Corbin just... and whatever. Okay, so well, that's fine. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, like it's it, it's it keeps the essence of like the Bullet Club with like. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know how it would work. Good. I don't know. Tyler, you got anyone who should be in the Bullet Club? No. Okay. Uh, I don't either because I haven't followed it enough to to really understand uh, who does what in the Bullet Club. But, yeah, thanks for the question. Next question coming to us from Caleb from the iTunes Review saying, uh, if you guys had a chance to get in the ring with any wrestler, past or present, who would you pick? And would you have a stipulation and and put it on a pay-per-view or just a regular show? Uh, No one. I'm not a wrestler. (laughs) Okay. Uh, like get in the ring with them to talk, or just uh... <laughs> yeah. okay. How about this? If you could, if you could like spar, not necessarily wrestle a match, since none of us are wrestlers. Who would you want to get in the ring with? Learn how to wrestle, and you know, say just be in the ring with with the guy for for an hour, past or present. Who would you want? And they and they teach you the basics. They teach you promo techniques. They teach you how to do your entrance, all that good stuff. Uh, um, I could get down for a little grappling with Debra. I I think he it'd be fun to let him sort of like show me a couple things. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, Tyler. Cesaro, Cesaro, that's a good one. Um, I honestly, to be honest, Doug, I thought you were gonna go with uh William Regal on that one. That would uh, be cool. Or Dusty, um, because I was I was gonna say William Regal as well, or maybe now that I'm thinking about it, maybe Dean Malenko. Because the guy was such a talented uh, grappler, uh, I'd love to see some of his stuff. Maybe Eddie Guerrero as well. I would also pick John Cena. John Cena, yeah, good brawl. Just hang out with him for an hour. That'd be pretty cool. Um, 
So yeah, so there you go. So thanks, so thanks, Caleb. Regal was like the coolest motherfucker. We we met him at the uh, Tyler and I met him at the WrestleMania 25 Axis, and he was so fucking cool. He just like he let us talk to him for like way longer than years. You know they sort of like shove people rush, through those rush lines. you along. Well, the thing was was like um, I think what. Well, what it was is that like the main C- superstar Cena, came out. Cena came out like whenever uh, we were in line, and like people from the line just like fucking ran over mm. to like see Cena, and we were like waiting to talk to him, and like I think he was just like, oh, appreciated he, your he time, appreciated that like we weren't like bouncing on him, and he was like he just let us talk to him for like a good five minutes, like way longer than you're supposed to take in those yeah. situations. Because it was like other it was cool shit. other stars like Christian mm-hmm. that we met like they were rushing us through the line. Take a picture. Here's your autograph. Hey, thanks for stopping by. And thanks, yeah. appreciate it. Cool. But yeah, he legitimately like chatted with us. It was like it was pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, final question coming to us from our boy Thomas. Drop it low, son. Do it. You gotta do it. You do it. You do it. Doug, do it. Doug, do it. Drop it low, son. Drop it. Drop it low, son. All right, Thomas saying, hey, guys, your boy is here, and I've got a question for you, Uh, but really mostly Tyler. With the passing of David Bowie a few days back, we clearly need a new champion. So this time, in an extreme elimination chamber match, chamber with weapons, I would like to pose Jamie Foxx, the the Brian Kendrick, Paul McCartney, Leonardo DiCaprio, Kanye West, and a mystery opponent of your own choosing. Take care, guys. Stay awesome. P.S. If anyone out there is looking for a top quality app for everything wrestling, check out mine, Wrestling Amino, free on Android and iOS. And Amino is A M I N O. Amino Acids. Oh, Amino whoa, Acid. whoa. Wrestling Amino. He made this app? I believe so. He's taking part in, he and, he and a couple other people That's pretty have cool. made an app. What, is it, what does it do? You have to download it and find out. I mean, I'll check it out, obviously, but I I thought like if he was giving it, he would he would pimp it a little himself. I'm sure I'm sure he'll give a good detailed thing for I'll us. Get a look. Yeah. I get to pick the mystery. Uh, okay, that's okay. fair. Okay. That worked. All right, so we've got Jamie Fox, the Brian Kendrick, Paul McCartney, Leonardo DiCaprio, Kanye West, and oh, I haven't picked yet. Uh, well, that's why I'm saying I'm leaning up for you to no, do no, it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna randomly insert him. Oh, yeah. okay. Or All her, right. Or her. Okay. He so or she. Bear with me on this. <laughs> bear point, bear. Yeah. Uh, okay. I nice. get it. Here I go. <laughs> so I the cage is lowered. It's Our an elimination chamber? It's an extreme elimination chamber. Okay, so the mystery opponent's cage is blacked out. Like, it's the black glass you can't see. That'll work. And they get the fourth spot, so I have time to think of someone. They're okay. the fourth entrance. So they're the very last person to enter this match. Okay, next to last. Next to last. Next to last. Okay. okay. All right, so... We have these. We have Jamie Foxx, the Brian Kendrick, Paul McCartney, Leonardo DiCaprio, Kanye West. Who's going to be our first two combatants? Who's starting this match off? Okay, we are going to have. I'll put it. I'll do it like this so we, so we can keep better track. Jamie Foxx. Uh huh. And Paul McCartney. Jamie Foxx, Paul McCartney, starting off the match. Well, All Jamie right. Foxx can be. You know, anyone. He has like different characters. He's a very talented actor. Yeah. Is he? He's that motherfucker from uh, Horrible Bosses. Motherfucker right? Jones. Motherfucker Jones, right? Not er, uh, uh motherfucker Jones. Motherfucker Jones. Huh? There you go. Yeah, so pretty much motherfucker Jones was a poser, right? <laughs> he wasn't real. He was just. Kind of. Kind of. I don't know. He's. I guess Jimmy Fox is trying to be a badass and Paul McCartney is. They're going to go Django? Or Django? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Django. Go Django. 
there's, there's a lot of possibilities for Jamie Foxx. Or even yeah. Ray, although that wouldn't really work out in his favor since he was blind, but, right. you know. Okay, so I guess they have different weapons, so... Well, they have like a little. <laughs> Jango does have a gun. He has a gun and a whip. Oh, all right. So I mean, you're making the rules, so yeah. You should have went Jango just so he can say it like the way you die, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul McCartney's there with his I'm instruments. Walk in the moonlight with you. Roll <laughs> my hand. I don't know what. Uh, so they go around and around, and um, are they chasing each other or? Like, how does this work? They're just walking around staring just at each other. Just casually. Oh, they're eyeballing each eyeballing other. Eyeballing each other. The stare down. Yeah. Paul McCartney is like a, he's a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. So is um, he going to like try to make a move on Jamie Foxx? No. But he's getting his butt kicked by Jamie Foxx. Oh. Yeah. All right. Because Jamie Foxx has to, he has to do what he has to do to win the title, the vacated title. Right. For the so, title. Yeah, it's for the title. So this is an important match. Yeah, so Jamie Foxx is beating up on Paul McCartney, but he's had enough of that. So Paul McCartney smashes a, a keyboard on his head. Ouch. Yeah. All right. like a lot of them. He has a keyboard. He also has so a guitar. Well, well, yeah, and they're they're all over the chamber, so he can yeah. easily There's weapons more. everywhere. Instruments, yeah. weapons. Stuff we might not even see. And uh, they're still uh, brawling. And uh, let's see. Keep on duking it out for a while, so we're gonna have like another person come in. Uh, I guess, yeah. Three, Kanye, two, one. <laughs> yeah. So Kanye West comes out. <laughs> so this is a tag team thing now. So Jamie Fox and Kanye West are uh, teaming up on uh, Paul McCartney, and he's a lyrical genius. Yes, he was like, he goes, wait, 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 Paul McCartney, I respect you, but uh, we're gonna have to eliminate you. So, uh, Jesus, Jesus is the one who turned everyone on to Paul McCartney. Yeah, that's true. With that four or five second song. Well, Jesus, uh, he he. This is like he turned, seven degrees of bacon right here. All three of these guys have worked with one another in some form or fashion. Well, he he'll turn on anyone. It, it doesn't it's matter. It's almost like he he picked these people for a reason. What's up with that? <laughs> he turned people on to Paul McCartney. He's turned a lot of people to a lot a lot of people. So he's just like I know about this person through Kanye West. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> that Kanye West guy, you know, he oh does he does amazing things. Paul McCartney, he's got a bright future because of Kanye West. <laughs> uh, so, McCartney so, was really disrespectful. He didn't give the props to, to Jesus. So now he's got to pay. So it's they're fighting, time. and um, they're double-teaming Paul McCartney. And then, Those uh, jerks. Yeah. And then he turns around, then low blows Jimmy Fox. Who does? Uh, Kanye West. Kanye turns on Jamie yeah, Foxx? Yeah, then Kanye's working with Paul. Because it took about four or five seconds? Yeah. All right. He's like, I like your sound. <laughs> and then, uh, this sounds real dumb. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I'm not good at this. Uh, the f- I'm, just, I'm just disappointed that he turned on Jamie Foxx. I thought they were Yeah. Well, he'll work with anyone with the money's right. Or if he feels like they're good. So Paul McCartney paid Kanye off. Yeah. Uh, Hidden deal. So they eliminate Jamie Foxx. He's done. So he's out. Yeah. Fox is out. Yeah. So Kanye and Paul are in the corner talking about music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, did you hear my latest single? Yeah, I heard that. It was yeah. really good stuff. Yeah, did you see that video of me on so the So rather plane? than fighting, they're just yeah, chilling. Yeah, they're talking for a while. and then They're just chilling by the chamber. Like, hey, did you see that video of me on the plane making music? <laughs> 
That one that one with Kim Kardashian riding the bike. Yeah. It's a metaphor for my life. <laughs> I am the bike. <laughs> so all they're doing is just talking for a while. Talking, talking, talking. Yeah. Which is strange. I guess they're going to come up with some music later on. I don't know. Together. <laughs> and then uh, the Brian Kendrick comes out. The Brian Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick. All right. So. Um, Paul McCartney, Kanye West, the Brian Kendrick now in the match. Yeah. So Kanye. Okay. Kanye and Paul don't really wrestle, right? You right. Know, they, yeah. They're fight. not. They're so, not well known in, in the ring. So like uh, the Brian Kendrick. Is the, the Brian the Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick. Hey. Uh, the the Brian Kendrick. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> producer's talking in his ear. And, you know, hey, we gotta we gotta stretch this. So, so the damn it, we gotta stretch this match a little bit. Don't okay. eliminate Kanye. <laughs> hey man, we don't know what's gonna happen. I'm telling you because my mystery card depends on. So, Paul McCartney uh, rolls up Kanye. Yeah, one, two, three. He's out. So, uh, no, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that did not happen. <laughs> did so, not happen. Okay, dang. So right. Brian Kendrick tries to go up to Kanye West, but Kanye pulls a gun out on him. He's like, "Whoa, I'm not gonna wrestle him." So he goes and why wrestles. not just like a chair? Why does? I mean, I understand it's an extreme elimination, <laughs> but like this is like ultra extreme. Like we're getting guns in this match. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Uh, so then he wrestles Paul, and he's like. Kanye's like, I'm not going to give you a gun, Paul. You're going to have to use your instruments. <laughs> and then, use your keyboard. Yeah, you I keyboard. got my gun. And uh, it was like, okay. So he tries to hit uh, the Brian Kendrick with... Uh, the Brian Kendrick. Whatever. The, with the keyboard, but Brian is just... The so, Brian. The Brian. Uh, he's so fast, so he like dodged that, and then like uh, he's doing wrestling moves to him and stuff. Then he does uh, uh, sliced bread number two to him, and then he pins... Uh, you mean he rips off Eva Marie? No. no, 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 no. So Kanye doesn't care if Paul. I mean, he's going to collaborate him, uh, with him in the future, but he doesn't care if uh, he lose. Uh, Paul loses, so he mm-hmm. pins Paul one, two, three. So Paul McCartney's out. <laughs> Producer's should, talking again. He kicks out. <laughs> okay. Did he kick out or is he out? No, he's not out. Oh, he's not out. Okay. So Paul McCartney's still in the match. No, no, no. yeah. Yes? Yes. He is in the match? <laughs> okay, so yeah, Paul, uh, he kicks out miraculously. I can't. It's a miracle! He's a miracle. How'd he do that? I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> and then, uh, the Brian Kendrick is like. Pete Brian Kendrick. <laughs> like, this is bullshit, so he hits Paul again with another slice of bread, number two. <laughs> And then uh, that's when uh, Leo comes out. <laughs> no, no. Leo's the last one, and the mystery opponent comes in before Leo. No, is that? Yes. So it's time for mystery opponent to come oh, in? mystery opponent. Who got pinned? No one, apparently. No one got pinned. So Paul, so, Paul McCartney kicked so they're, out. They're double teaming upon uh, on Paul McCartney. On the, well, Kanye's still there in the corner. He made, He's he polishing his gun. He's polished. Well, he, he put his gun down, but he may uh, hit some people with some lyrics. So Kanye, <laughs> so Kanye, Paul McCartney, and are, the Brian are basically Kendrick. like outnumbered the Brian Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick. Yeah. Yes. So they're still fighting, and then but I stay up too late. Nah, 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 
That's Taylor's <laughs> interest music. That's Taylor, who's? Taylor Swift is the. Oh my god. She's even in the odds. Taylor Swift a, is now got, in this matchup. She's got, she's got a um a score to settle. <laughs> I was like, what are okay. you singing? So now this this focus is between Taylor Swift and Kanye. She's so West. fragile no, though. She's gonna. She's got Kendrick's bag now. It's a fair fight. Well, it's yeah, it's it's a fair fight, but it's pretty much <laughs> it should come. Yeah, if you were a good Booker, it should come down to those two. But <laughs> continue. Okay, so so he, the ring, has, he has the Brian. Uh, she has the Brian Kendrick's back, but it's um, Kanye and uh, Taylor. They're they're duking it out, and um, that'll teach you to interrupt my acceptance. Award speech. So, the Brian Kendrick is like, he. I don't know why, but he keeps on watching Taylor Swift and Kanye West, and like, I don't know why he's like enthralled by them. Who or is whatever. Uh, the Brian Kendrick? The Brian. Kendrick. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's enthralled uh, how? Like I don't know. Like everyone. He's watching Taylor. <laughs> no, not that. Everyone knows about the beef between. Uh, Taylor Swift and Kanye West. Everybody, so what's the world happen? is watching. Yeah, so he like he focuses attention to them, and all of a sudden, Paul McCartney rolls the Brian Kendrick up. The Brian. Kendrick. Yeah, and surprisingly, he he does the uh, small package of uh or roll up of small package roll up of a uh, death or whatever you mm-hmm. call it, and the Brian Kendrick is eliminated. The Brian Kendrick is eliminated. So the only wrestler in this matchup has been eliminated. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure we're clear on that. So, remaining, we have Paul McCartney, Taylor Swift, and Kanye West in an extreme elimination chamber match yeah. with one person to go. Yeah. So, then it's uh, pretty much, who is it? It's uh, Kanye and Taylor. Mm-hmm. But, and Paul's just there. He, he's not interfering. He's got to recover. He's, he's, he's lost some stamina. Yeah. From working with... He the Brian Kendrick. He also someone. got hit with two sliced breads. Two sliced breads. That's right. He managed to kick out of one of them. I don't know what he did to avoid the second pin, but it's a miracle. And then uh, Leo comes out. Leonardo. So Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio is now in the match. Yeah. All right. And uh, <laughs> he's so. super racist, like in Jink. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye Does he is, have the uh, hammer from Django? This is very racist in that movie, man. And then uh let's see. And then all of a sudden this is a, cra- a crazy crazy turn. Uh the door to the elimination chamber mm-hmm. uh is uh cuz they lock it, right? Right. Well, it's un- or someone breaks it. It's unhinged. It's unhinged. So It opens it swings open. Yeah, so here comes Jamie Foxx again. <laughs> he's back in there, and he's distra- he's not supposed to be back in this. Well, match? he's not technically in the match, but he's in there. He's so, eliminated, but he's, he's back. eliminated. So he's distracting Leonardo DiCaprio because they're rivals, right? And um, <laughs> so he's beating up on Leonardo DiCaprio, and it, so while Kanye and Taylor they're fighting, so it's two. Uh, these two are fighting, and and uh, the other two are fighting, and Paul's just there. Yeah, Paul's on the outside looking in. Yeah, and then, while still being uh, on the inside, he hits or Jamie Fox hits Leonardo DiCaprio with a chair, mm-hmm. and then Leonardo, <laughs> this is bad. 
Leonardo uh, actually takes Jamie Foxx's whip and hits. <laughs> and then, so he hits him on a chair again, knocks Leonardo out. Well, I stopped paying attention to what happened. <laughs> Nothing. Leonardo uh, DiCaprio is now whipping Jamie Foxx oh. in the ring. But now, no. That's and fucked then, up. <laughs> he could have went like he incepted him with like a bad. <laughs> then, uh, he incepted then, him with like a dream about him laying down and taking a pinfall. And then he gets the sledgehammer, Jimmy Fox does, and hits Leonardo with it. So he's down for the count. And uh, he lets Paul uh, pin Leo. So Leonardo DiCaprio is now out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So Taylor and Kanye keep on duking it out. Well, does Jamie Foxx leave or does he stay in? Oh, he leaves. He drags Leo out. Oh, okay. He's not done with him. He's got more stuff to do. Yeah. All right. So they so, so they take their leave. So we got Paul yeah. McCartney. Taylor Swift's like in like um okay, I'm booking her because she's my mystery opponent. But she's like like in the uh, bad blood video. She's like geared the fuck up, like ready to fight. Just I'm just point I'm painting the picture for <laughs> Then uh Kanye's like like talking a bunch of spit and stuff and he was like, Yeah. What was some like He's saying don't let me get my zone. Well, he's like saying a lot of like stupid stuff. Like, okay, what's what's the stuff that she's wearing? She's geared up. Yeah. Oh, uh, Kanye's just like talking a bunch of rambling and stuff, and he's like, "It's like you don't have Gucci on." He's like, uh, <laughs> all this like <laughs> random stuff about corporations and this, uh, just just stu- a bunch not of wearing, sh- she's not wearing Yeezys. So all yeah. a bunch of stuff that doesn't make sense, but it makes sense to him. And um, he like he says, "Hey." Your country career sucked, and she was like, oh, she's feeling sensitive about it. So she, she he made, still brings, uh, she still brings up Beyonce, and he's like, you know, Beyonce still should have won he that said, award. This is for Beyonce. This is for Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> so while he's talking all his spit, she kicks him in the head. This is for Sasha. <laughs> she kicks him in the head, and uh, yeah, there you go. That's her. So she's, so she's all decked out. Yeah, she like kicks him in the head, and he falls down. He's like, oh no, you didn't. And then and he hits her with some lyrics. But it doesn't do anything. So it's like, she, oh lyrics. All lyrics. over me. So uh So they're duking it out and then uh Swift Swift hits him with a with an uppercut. Swift uppercut. Swift uppercut. <laughs> Breaks the jaw. Ooh. Is it just them two left or is someone left? Paul's still there. Oh. She turns her attention to Paul. While she turns her attention to Paul, he gets his his mouth wired shut, and he's doing this one through the wire. Through the wire. <laughs> <laughs> so Taylor's now duking out on Paul because Taylor's in battle mode. Yes, she's ready to win, and she's still pissed at Kanye, so she's gonna take it out on Paul, even though Kanye's on the ground. Mm-hmm. And um, Taylor's beating the shit out of Paul. Because <laughs> he's, he's an older man. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, he's a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, and Taylor is agile. <laughs> so yeah. she, she's she got learned the, something from... She's got the age advantage. She learned something from the Brian Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick. So she did a hurricanrana to Paul. Oh. Was and, not expecting that from Taylor yeah, Swift. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like... He like crawled to the corner. She was at those Eve Marie training sessions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One upping Eve Marie every, at every turn. She was, uh, or he, uh, he was in the corner because he crawled to the corner and he was like laying at the, the bottom turnbuckle and she ran and drop kicked him mm-hmm. in the corner. 
And then uh, she pinned him. Uh, one, two, three. So Paul McCartney's out. Yeah, he's out. So it comes down to Taylor Swift and Kanye West for yeah. the uh, for the title. Then Kanye, because t- Taylor Swift like turns around and Kanye low blows her, but she's like, I, I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to do. <laughs> so uh, I'm a chick. <laughs> I'm a chick. So she super kicks she, him. So you're saying she decided to shake it off? She sh- yeah, she shook it off. <laughs> So then what happened? Uh, so he's sitting there. He's, he, he's, he's a, sitting there, arm in her crotch. <laughs> and yeah. she's just standing there like. The what? What? So then what? So she turns around, kicks him in the head. Mm-hmm. But um, he's like a little woozy, but he gets up like randomly and like he like picks up some of Paul, Paul's equipment and starts like rapping mm-hmm. and like saying different lyrics. Through the wire though. Through the wire. Because <laughs> his jaw's wired shut. Yeah. And he's like woozy and like all this stuff, and he just like drops the, the um, beat, <laughs> drops the beat, <laughs> and the instrument. Ah, and uh, she, because uh, she knows wrestling moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she ran to the, uh, she did an octopus stretch to him, and like she was like like, uh, well he was tapping, but it doesn't matter. He can't tap in that. In they that can an extreme. Yeah. Oh, you can tap, but does yeah. it count? Yes. Okay, well, he Taylor wins. So Kanye taps out. Yeah. And Ta- Taylor Swift is your new Elimination Chamber WNS champion. Because, baby, now we got bad <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. So uh, so Taylor Swift, you're a champion. Good stuff. Thanks, Tyler. And uh, thanks, Thomas, for, uh, for the question. Got to love that kind of stuff. I swear I'm getting worse at those. You gotta, you gotta let your imagination soar. I'm not good. I, the first time was good, but I don't know after that. Yeah, I think you were on energy drinks at that at that time. So, uh, so thanks for the questions. Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube channel, WNS Video, also yep. our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook, and subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, the podcast is on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore Abear. So there you go. So that's going to do it for us this week for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abear. Oh, RIP David Bowie. I'm Doug. And we will catch you all next week. <laughs>